When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Over 10 million people have watched the TED Talk that Simon Sinek did around Start With Why. He talks about this concept of the golden circle, and we definitely use that concept a lot with our digital marketing clients, where there is a what, a how, and a why in the center. Most businesses know what their what is. They know what they're selling. Um, how is maybe how they do it a little bit differently than their competitors or how they are differentiating themselves in the market. But very, very few know the why. So I'm joined today by George and we're gonna talk about why for our business here as well as why we ask that of our clients. I think it's so important for us to kind of dig down to the bottom of that golden circle for mm -hmm. ourselves and for our clients every single time because it tells us so, so much about motivations, mm -hmm. um, the directions that clients are going to want us to take them mm -hmm. and to see if they're even fit with us, mm -hmm. right? So let's start with the why. I think one of the things that you did a video on a long time ago was asking clients why and asking them like five times. Five arbitrarily, right? But it's it's kind of like when they come to you and they say, hey, can you do SEO? Hey, I want a website. Mm -hmm. You're asking why to get to their why. Mm -hmm. Tell me what like on average you're discovering when a client comes to you and they've kind of got that tactical thing going on and you're trying to dig down to the center. Yeah, I think most of the time, even when as much as we poke and prod, the the focus is still primarily to drive revenue. Always. Like that is the 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 motivating factor of why they're why they're coming to us because they ultimately want visibility or awareness or bottom line growth or whatever. I think where you really truly appreciate the why and I think it's helped define our why is when we start building relationships with our clients on a longer term period where you get to know their personal why, not the why of their business. Because the, the impact of somebody's personal why has a direct correlation on their business's why. So I think that's the, it's hard to appreciate getting, even for us, when we started having this conversation early, it was like, why do you do what, why, why do we do what we do? And it was really hard to define it. But as you start thinking about it more granularly and you start really realizing what is the impact of what you do, what is the purpose of what you do? I think um, you really start to clarify it. So face value, initial conversations is like, why are you here? Why do you need Envision? Why do you need our digital marketing team? Why do you need our design team? And it's like, well, I, my site sucks or I'm not getting enough revenue, but a year will pass with our clients and a lot of our clients because they're long-term with us. Two years pass and you start to get to know them on a more personal level. Mm -hmm. And then you can really identify their why. Mm -hmm. Like what is their motivation? Yeah. Harder to do in a large corp because it's right. driven by numerous people who have different whys. Usually the corp may have a definition of it, but 
I love working with the individual and knowing their persuasions and their yeah. purpose. Yeah, I think right. like very founder centric businesses, like yeah. it's it's almost easy to get down to the why at times mm -hmm. because it's so driven by the founder still because they're they're connected, right? Like when you're saying it's a large corporation, you see the same core values often come out, and I think being in an agency, we're able to spot patterns really quickly because like the number of clients we've worked with over a long time. Yeah, and I, th I think there's a challenge in getting somebody's why out of them because you have to have a certain vulnerability, I think. Like based on everything I've observed and in having many conversations with many founders or businesses, it's challenging because you almost, it, it it's almost too simple sometimes. Like the answer seems like too rudimentary to say, I do this because I love it or I do this because I want to help X yeah. or I do this because of whatever pur purpose or reason the person has. And sometimes that's all it is. It's, it doesn't have to be so deeply rooted in some crazy philosophical finding, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it, it could be pretty straightforward, like, yeah. you know, so, but you don't get to that in an initial meeting or the initial few meetings it takes time to build that relationship where that vulnerability may start to come out and it, it may at first glance sound too easy to be like, that cannot be your why. But sometimes the simplest whys are mm -hmm. just as powerful as something that uh, a conglomerate of people have sat there and thought of for months and years to make it yeah. perfect, right? Yeah. At this given time for Envision, what do you identify as like our our why, our raison d'etre, like yeah. our, you know, reason for being around for 20 years? We're here to change the trajectory of your business is what we say on our website, Yeah. which I think is really what drives my passion in this space where you can see literal impacts of the work that we do on individuals businesses where i take it a step further which gets me the highest sense of gratification is when i talk to the founder or the business owner or an individual within the organizations that we're servicing and they tell me how impactful we've been for their personal life how impactful we've been by grow, helping them grow their business and what they've been able to do for their children or their partner or their kids mm -hmm. or this new shiny thing that they've just purchased because we've been helping them grow their business. There's something really, really deeply rooted in that feedback that really satisfies me that I've, I through, um, first and foremost, selling them on us, mm -hmm. then them trusting us and our team to deliver results that have helped impact their personal life. I mean, what better gratification is there than that? To, to me, that's the ultimate yeah. sense of like, thank you. Like, thank you for trusting us. Thank you for allowing us to do the work we do. And thank you for sharing the fact that we've had an impact on your life. Yeah. And I've heard these stories. Having done this 20 years, I can't count the number of times clients have come and shared stories like that with me. And I'm like, shit, that's why I love what I do. Mm -hmm. Not because of the monthly retainer or the amount of the project value. That's great. That keeps the lights on. That keeps us happy and satisfied. But the stories, we had an incident today. Our, our meeting this morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, that one. How good was that? <laughs> 
That's great. How good is that when you hear a client say, we had tremendous growth last year. You made certain projections of where we can take this if we spend a certain dollar amount and you did it. You got it done for us. Mm-hmm. It was very specific too. It said, you, George, said that yes. if we spend in this specific segment, you will grow this segment by 18%. Yeah. And we met it. And we met it. But I didn't meet it. We, we met it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he used me as a reference because I, through leveraging the skills that are here, the people who are intelligent, who put in the hours, who study this stuff, who I work with to say, can you help me? build a model. Will this model work for this client? Those folks get me the data, we interpret it, then we present it, we get buy-in, execution, and then we deliver. Fuck, man, that is like the best. Not only is the the satisfaction of like hearing from the client, but knowing you have this wealth of intelligence that are there to support you because they they trust you and they can be honest with you. Like I've had many mm-hmm. of those instances with clients that I haven't pitched on because the staff here have said, it's not doable. It's not achievable, right. George. Right. And I love that, that, that we're even impacting our own, um, we're navigating like the way we converse with one another and that trust and transparency to, within our own organization. I don't know, all of that is so satisfying to me. Yeah. But we had it today. It was it was brilliant. Like, yeah. Shout out to the paid team. Paid advertising. Shout out, shout out to paid advertising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I also am realizing in, in your answer around like, you know, the framing of this talk today is like we're revisiting our why. Yeah. And in asking you about the why, I am like having this flashback to the last time we talked about this in which I was like, George, like why? Like what? And I'm, we we're kind of navigating like what it really meant to you. Uh-huh to define the core values, to figure out what the essence of the business is. And I, I feel like now you, you say all of this with confidence and conviction. And revisiting that is, I mean, I think it's just like giving the chance to like stew on the ideas around it for a while to say like, okay, what is the purpose in the day by day to day? Like it's hard when you're in the business to constantly think about it, but it's in the back of your mind, right? Always. And it's not so much changing through the trajectory of, just the business and just the people outside of the business that are the founders and the owners. I want, I get a lot of gratification and we're going to go back to you for a second of how do I help change the trajectory of those who have trusted this agency and trusted me to be part of this. Mm -hmm. And I go back to a conversation you and I had not too long ago when I said, what do you want in life? Mm-hmm. And I think you remember this conversation because yes. we got emotional. Yeah. And to me, that was a really important moment in my relationship with you because we've been working together a long time and you've always challenged me. And I felt, ah, for once I'm challenging her now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I got, got her. her I, got, I got her back. But it was really good because it's like hearing what you want mm-hmm. is just as important to me because I value the staff here so tremendously. And without you guys, none of this happens. Like I'm not naive to the fact that George can do this on his own. It's impossible what we've built. It's you guys, you are all doing this. And my my responsibility here is to ensure I give back. I, I contribute everything I can to try to help you. 
and whoever else, if I can, change your trajectory. And that could mean as simple as the answer that you gave me at the time, and I won't divulge it to the world. <laughs> you want to expose my answer? Because you said it to the whole company the other day. <laughs> I said it to the company. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? I just always want to have good food at all times. Sophia always, her answer was, I always want to have good food at all times. I'm like, awesome. Always. I want to have like the best food. Right. And it's for like every single amazing. meal. <laughs> so my immediate takeaway is how do I make that happen for her? That's what goes in my head. I'm like, how do I make this happen for her? And I know how. And I'm doing it. It's I got I got to continue to contribute to the the bottom line of this business and bringing in clients that are aligned with our why and and aligned with our chemistry and how we operate, mm-hmm. respect us as individuals, respect us as human beings. Um and I want to do that. So it's beyond just the exterior of the walls here, like the yeah. clients. It's yeah. the people here too that I really give me a great sense of satisfaction. Yeah. I think like one question when we're trying to dig down to clients wise, mm-hmm. um, we ask it all, like almost every time when we do a Q&A, like a discovery with clients is we'll always, it's the same phrasing, what does success look like to you? Yeah. And when we say that to clients, like it's almost always met with like the, huh, like good question. Yeah. Like they're, they're kind of taken aback because of we were talking about this earlier in working in the world of marketing and mm-hmm. you know trying to drive sales all the time we are smart and wise to how narratives are created for you to show you like what success should look like yeah you know house with a picket fence car yep. two and a half kids all of that stuff but like what does success look like to our clients is like a big one for determining for us like what some of them will go in the direction of like, these are the metrics I want to see in, in this much time or like this is the amount of dollars I want to see and stuff. But if they do get a bit more vulnerable with us, like we can learn a ton about our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that like we ask it of ourselves because like when you think about that why, I think when you stop and ask the what does success look like to us then, if, if that's the why that we're working towards, the question is, are we consistently meeting the why and the purpose of it on a day-to-day basis. Gosh, I mean, for our, ourselves? I think. Like, uh, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like when I, I say like, what does success look like for us framed around the why? Like in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking of the fact that um, a why to some extent, when you say we want to foster clients' growth, we want to foster our growth and stuff. There's probably like in the same way that we say there's a target demographic, like who are you for? Who are you not for? There are like the nots in a why too. Like what are we not wanting to achieve? What are we avoiding in this? Like the not working with assholes or continuing to do our, continuing to foster our growth, but without exploiting anyone, right? Like I think there's like things that are unstated in that, that we could probably talk through and develop because like they're unstated, but it's like, we don't we don't work in shady businesses. We don't exploit people. Yeah. As an agency, interestingly, well, like we really do avoid like contracting out, subcontracting and stuff. And we like bring people in house and try and do everything like within, you know, our mm-hmm. team. Um, but a lot of those things are like undefined in like how they attribute to the why, which I think they do, like in our values and everything. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's multi-phased, I think, in in the sense that like it is near impossible to understand and appreciate every element of the consumer journey with us to get them to do our whys align, do our 
personality types align? Are we on the same path or trajectory? It always starts, and you, you know this just as I do. You know, when you first meet, it's like tactical, tactical. I need X. I need result Y. It's like, okay, great. And then you start, they start to warm up. It's like we're dating. You know, those first initial dates, we're going to know if we're going to like each other and become long-standing partners or friends or mm-hmm. if it's just not going to work out. You know, having done this as long as you and I have, we know that almost within the first couple of months. So the phases to me are always like we can ask what are we going to be celebrating or what does success look like? And it's always 99.9% of the time, it's always like the number. Yeah. I need X dollar result per month. I need X number of clients per month. Okay, great. And that that kind of um, phasing or repetition happens for quite a while, but you're getting to know them on a more personal level. Now you're starting to understand that they have pets and kids and parents and they live here and they like warm climates versus skiing and whatever. So you start to build this relationship. And then ultimately, as you start maturing this relationship with one another, you start to realize this person has purpose. They're deeper than the number. Mm -hmm. There's more to them than that. And those are the ones that I think we just, I don't know, for me, I just fall in love with. I'm just like, I want more of this person in my life. Yeah. Because we're seeing beyond just the numeric metrics. We're seeing life and and the purpose and i don't know if that also has something to do that has a direct correlation with where that where that person is or those or those organizations are in their in their lifespan i hate to put put this in an age perspective but when i was young in my 20s i was like drive business 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 and i'm like i want to grow this thing cuz I, I i didn't know my why at the time i didn't know my purpose at the time i just knew that i wanted to go with my buddies and in order to go out to a restaurant or a bar on a weekend, I need a few bucks in my jeans. So you work and you just do it. And now you start, as you get older and you, you get maybe wiser, maybe we're not getting, I, mean, I won't say I'm getting wiser, but you just start to see the world differently and you appreciate things differently. So I don't know, it takes time, I think. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. It's a phase. You just, we could be saying, what are we celebrating or what, what does success look like today? Ask that same client that question in five years. If we've been working with them for five years, I think we're going to get a very different answer. Yeah. It just takes time to forge that bond and relationship. Yeah. I think it's so interesting that being old, older, well, just being in an industry for longer or being yeah. in, like we, we talked about like we, we went into like the working world where, where there wasn't necessarily emailing even, mm-hmm. right? So um, being older, there has always been like professionalism where like you don't talk a lot about religion, politics. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Religion and politics. Those are the two. Those are the two. Those are the two. Don't talk about it. And so professionalism is a lot about um, almost like hiding your personal self right. or not really talking too much about um, who you really are. Don't don't bring your whole self to work sort of situation. And it's it's interesting hearing you you talk about clients and wanting to really get behind the beyond professional like what is it that you strive for and what is it that you want and what are what are your in, internal whys mm-hmm. and wanting to know that because um, I think in some industries like 
I don't know, is this maybe a weird industry that we're in where it's like marketing and feelings and psychology. Um, it's like very taboo to talk about those things, right? It's like you shouldn't you shouldn't know anything about each other. Yeah, isn't know? that weird? I think it's really weird. I also think like there's um, a sense in like people management where like you do want to know more about your staff or you do want to know more about them as people, but then there are like kind of boundaries there of like and limitations of like you shouldn't ask certain things or like in a professional setting you don't want to like just say you are negotiating a raise that you're you know mm. wanting to make more money and saying I want to tr- change the trajectory it's like in a traditional business sense like you're taught not to be like well I really want to buy that house or like I really want to send my kid to college like you're not supposed to bring the personal into it because you're supposed to frame it as like here's how we can help your business you know I, so. I, I think though, if you have a genuine fascination with humans, which I do, I have a genuine fascination with people. I don't know why, but I do. I just, I'm curious about cultures, um, different perspectives. I'm open to having Mm -hmm. many different kinds of conversation. I think you get very dialed in to words that Mm -hmm. they use to describe things. I think you get very dialed in on the way they have a position on a certain subject or topic. So I think when you start to hone in on certain repetitive types of conversations or certain words, the nomenclature, I think you start to understand the person and whether or not that person is going to be somebody you're going to gravitate to want more conversation with or somebody you're going to try to avoid, right? I think um, there's the obvious outliers, instantaneously you know this is this ain't for me Mm -hmm. and then there are those ones that are worth investing in worth putting in the effort to learn about worth asking them lots of questions Mm -hmm. i would say no different than an employee employer relationship yeah um the people you are that you value that you you want to invest in are the ones you're going to ask a lot of questions. You're going to be open to criticism from them. You're going to be open for them to ask you a lot of questions that you're not sure about or you're uncomfortable with. You know, in all these questions, like I'm asking about the why, I'm asking a bit about clients and stuff, but I feel like there's, um, what I'm sensing is like, you tend to go back to like how, almost like how you choose clients and understanding their whys. What this is kind of like putting a light bulb off in my head about is like, I almost get the sense that like you've stayed in like the sales role for so long or like that you, first, I know that's like your area of genius. You love doing it, love closing the sale. You're very well adapted to exactly the services that we offer and can sell best here. But I think that you know that our culture and the way that our brand will be driven will be heavily impacted by who you're bringing in as clients and who you don't. Because it seems like you're always looking for the sense of like, do they fit with us or not? I have the fear of God (laughs) in every conversation that I have with a new lead. (laughs) Why? Because we're going to be like, George, this is awful. Are are the staff here going to be okay with working with us? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Yeah, you know, it is a, uh, our culture is paramount to all of our success. If our culture is fractured, if we have a bad strawberry client, 
it could have negative impacts on all of us. Mm -hmm. So I take it very personally when we are um, evaluating clients. Now, mm -hmm. the one thing I always say to clients, it's kind of part of the script, if you will, and but I say it very authentically, is there are a few factors you're going to need to consider to work with Envision. One, the investment, the no-brainer. Two, do the timelines work with your timelines as a business? Because sometimes they just don't. Mm -hmm. You know, you have an event or you have a major thing coming up and something has to be done. So investment, timeline. And the third thing I always say to clients is, you have to like me. Do you actually say that to them? All the time. Read the transcripts. <laughs> you have to have chemistry with me. Because if we don't have chemistry, this is marketing. Mm -hmm. We're going to have lots of conversations. We're going to ask you a lot of questions. And if you don't like what you're hearing here, mm -hmm. then don't work with us. And it's literally part of the conversation every single time. So, I mean, I set the groundwork to say, this is envy. And I think through osmosis, most of us work very similarly. Yeah, You know, we've just gotten to know each other well. So if they don't like me and what I'm saying, there's a high probability that they're not going to like the rest of us, I think, or the odd chance that I'm not seeing eye to eye, but you guys might. Those are the rare ones I yeah. find, but I always bring that up. It's a real important factor that people respect what we're saying, trust what we're saying, and they have a good vibe. Like there's got to be good mutual energy. Yeah. The vibes, I think you've picked up on that from our staff. We're like, sometimes there's good vibes, sometimes there's bad yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, and most of the time they're good. We're fortunate in that we've established that foundation, you know, where if there are bad vibes, mm -hmm. we have conversations about them. Yeah. They're not muted. We're here to listen. We're here to, um, we're here to support whatever perspective people have, good, right, or indifferent, um, good, bad, or indifferent. We're here. We're, we're humans. Like we don't all have every answer. Mm -hmm. So um, I, it's a really important aspect for me is just having yeah. good good vibes, good chemistry. Okay. In terms of advice for our clients, anyone that's listening, if someone is looking for their why in their business, what's your advice on some questions to ask yourself or some reflections that have helped you? Yeah. So first I would say, don't be hard on yourself if you don't know the answer because it is hard to figure it out. I mean, it took, it's just now that I'm starting to really hone in on it. It's taken years. 20 years into the business. And right. Like it, it just, it's not to say that it was, it, it's there. It's deeply rooted somewhere inside your being. It exists. It exists. Everyone in the business knows it. They just don't know it in words, right? Correct. Yeah. So no different than when we had, you know, our initial meeting and it's like, what are your values? Mm -hmm. They weren't terrible, the mm -hmm. ones I told you, but they were like, there's more, there's more meat on that. You know, like there's yep. more to it. I appreciate like you had the conversation with that one dev client, you know, transparency. Well, what does that mean for you? Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say advice is they're there. Don't be hard on yourself if you don't know them, but think about it. Like, critically think about what it is. Why do you do what you do? What is that driving force? And it cannot be money. Mm -hmm. It cannot solely be money. Mm -hmm. it, and if it is, 
I don't know what to tell you, but there is something deeply, more deeply rooted than just the money. Mm -hmm. um, and the third thing is, if you can't wrap your head around it, talk to others. Ask them why they do what they do. Because it might shed some light onto your why. Mm -hmm. Because something will stand out amongst some of those leaders. Yeah. Or it doesn't even have to be a leader. Just somebody who's just like, I'm passionate about this because of this. And mm -hmm. I do this because of X. And that may just start to get that, the wheels spinning. Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice. Don't be hard on yourself. Think deeply and, and ask. Talk to others. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it is. I just, having gone through it for so many years of conversations, yeah. but it's beautiful when you hear others and they have clarity or um, they're close to their why, but it just needs a little bit of refinement, but it's their why. Like yeah. figure out your why, why do you exist? What is your yeah. purpose? And there's, it's so deeply rooted to our satisfaction in life. Yeah. Okay, I framed that last one as the last question. It wasn't because okay. I have one more. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> last one this time. Last one, last one. For real. Uh, what's the what's been the results of finding your why? Like, have you have you seen like I'm not saying ROI. Like, what are the results or like what is what has been the effect over the yeah. X amount of time that you've really figured out that you think you understand where this internal why is for you and the business. You just have so much more clarity when you know what you're working towards. It's not this cluster of things that you're you're grabbing for. When you see, when you know your why you're doing what you're doing, you also know what you're looking for. So that clarity mm -hmm. is there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's definitely the biggest, the biggest uh, motivator of why I wanted to define or get clarity on our why. Because now, not only am I clear on my mission of being able to obtain the sorts of things I want to obtain for all of us, because I'm here to change the trajectory of the business, our lives, our lives, my life. Um, but I also have, a, it, it provides you with a sense of confidence. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what I want. And if it doesn't align with what I want, I'm okay to walk away with it. I'm confident enough that I will find another new client. Mm -hmm. I can find another opportunity. I can help yeah. with whatever I need to do because I have that confidence, because I have clarity. Yeah. You know, so it's great. you got yeah. that abundance mindset right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a very worthwhile exercise to find your why. Your why and your company's why, and then everything else just kind of builds up from that. Yeah. Thanks, Michael, for making us refilm this. We're probably going to have to do it once every every every, yeah. every uh, six months, every year or so, and revisit on the why. It's a fun um, topic. It's a challenging topic. It's, it's a lot easier to talk about analytics and numbers and how to structure content and all that stuff. Yeah. When you're talking, like, this is a pretty deeply rooted conversation you know that, that's the thing with the golden circle that makes things so clear for everyone yeah. is that like the what and the how everyone figures out the the hows are always the, the, the you know like we yeah. got to do seo we got to have yeah. a website we got to have these things in place but that ultimately like the why i i feel like if you approach someone with it when they're not ready they 
they feel like the concept is like flaky and woo woo almost, yeah. right? Because they're like, how is this going to drive any, you know, drive any direction when ultimately like it's, it's the be all end all for all of our clients that we've ever had, you know? Well, listen, if, if, if you live your life without purpose, if your business lives without a purpose, then what are you doing any of it for? Like you have to have, there has to be meaning in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The why is that meaning? Yeah. It, yeah and think, unfortunately, it's often, it's the dollar value, right? It's the dollar and that's, value. that's essentially probably a huge contributing factor to number of businesses that fail in like a year or so. It's like you see endless amounts of them yeah. where it's simply the dollars. Yeah. And it just can't be just the dollar, mm -hmm. you know? So I think there's just so much more to it. But yeah, I mean, we could talk about this forever because it is a, it is a great topic. And I would encourage all business owners, all businesses to sit there and really reflect on why they do what they do and um, go beyond the bottom line. You know, there are going to be businesses who are just like, fuck off. We're here to make money. Like yep. we don't care. No problem. <laughs> but again, going back to what it's done for us. Well, if that is your if that is your attitude coming into this agency, we're probably not the right agency for you. It gives us clarity and confidence to say, thanks, but no thanks. Yep. There's more to it than that. Great conclusion. I think you've heard it here a million times. We love to talk about our core values. We love to talk about our why. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, bye. See ya. <laughs>